high performance is developing yourself as a woman. So you're just maximizing your strength within mm -hmm. and you're maximizing your potential to do what you need to do. Because if you're trying to grow, then you're okay with challenge, you're okay with the work, but it takes the skills and the practices to armor yourself and make yourself ready for that, you know? And Absolutely. Not, that's what we develop in high performance. I love that. Welcome to Motherhood 2.0, where we're taking motherhood to the next level. I'm Dr. Christina Hibbert, your host, clinical psychologist, speaker, author, and oh yeah, mom of six and mother of the year for Arizona, here to help you overcome, to become, and yes, to flourish as we grow through motherhood together instead of just going through it do -do -do on our own. Be sure to visit my website, drchristinahibbert.com, as well as join our Facebook group, Motherhood 2.0. All right, everybody, let's get growing. Hey everybody, it is such a pleasure to be with you today. I can't tell you how much I've been waiting for today's episode. We are gonna be talking about the principles of high performance for you mamas out there. And we have an incredible guest today who is actually gonna be part of this whole Mastery of Motherhood journey. That's right, in case you haven't heard yet, I am not only writing the book, Mastery of Motherhood, but we are doing our first live of event, the first of many to come. So even down the road, if you're hearing this, I hope you will join us live. You can visit masteryofmotherhoodlive.com to learn more and to be there for this groundbreaking event that is the first of its kind, a motherhood exclusive event where we will be learning the skills of self-mastery in the 10 zones of mom, Mastery of Motherhood. And today I have with me an incredible guest, someone that some of you probably know already, Anna Renderer. Anna, welcome to Motherhood. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's been a shocker, but yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm so glad you're here. And Anna and I actually met through the High Performance Mastermind Group. And mm -hmm. it was funny because I was we were in the bathroom, I think, and I heard you saying, something about high performance mamas. And I was like, wait a minute, I need to talk to you because I'm doing mastery of motherhood and it's the same kind of principle. And so yep. anyway, we chatted and we're totally aligned with what we're doing. And so I can't wait to share what you're, what you're working on right now with everybody. It's so great to be here. And honestly, I've been looking up to you being a mother of six kids and a role model for them and running a business that I just feed off of that, you oh, know, and I'm so that. excited. Yeah, me too. I know. It's like more. good energy, synergistic here, right? Yeah. Love it. Well, let me tell everybody a little bit about you um, because there's a lot to tell. So Anna Renderer Lafada is an entrepreneur. She's a high performance coach. She's a mom. How old is little Luca now? He's eight months. Eight months. Oh my goodness. So she is just <laughs> right in there getting yeah. going as a mom. She's also a wife and a host of Pop Sugar Fitness. And that was when I first met her and I talked to her. And then afterward, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I've worked out with you a bunch of times because I've <laughs> obviously seen you on there. But I just didn't put two and two together until we started chatting. Um, she's also built a woman's lifestyle brand, The Sexy Confident Life. And this is geared to create a movement of empowered mamas who are ready to elevate their mental, physical, and emotional habits and behaviors to live 
into their greatest potential. And Anna's podcast, magazine, online courses, membership programs, and her high-performance immersion retreats, which are beautiful, I've seen pictures, are (laughs) different ways that she enjoys mentoring other ambitious moms, just like you guys out there. So you can learn more at AnnaRenderer.com. And we definitely want you to check out her website and look into her High Performance Mama membership. This is what we're going to be talking about today. I know by the end of the show, you're all going to want to be part of it because she (laughs) is an amazing woman. So thank you again for being here. I am so excited to talk about this. So let's get into this idea of high performance. And before we kind of get into the meat of the topic, I want you to just tell everybody a little bit about this idea of high performance. You're a high performance coach. We're in the high performance mastermind. And I think a lot of moms that might be listening might be new to this idea of high performance Mm. mama. Like what would that look like? What does that mean to you, Anna? Right. I know it, it, it means so many things, which is why it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. Well, what the heck is a high performance mama? And many of the women that I talk to already are, mm-hmm. you know, they are doing so much. They're career driven. They're raising a family. They're, they're, you know, nurturing their marriage. They're doing so many things already that I want to label you as a high performer already. You don't even have to be in the course. But the thing is, is that we all reach a place in our day, our week, our month, where we just hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. We are drained, we're exhausted. Maybe we're feeling resentful, we're frustrated. We're we're all these things that we don't normally experience or wanna feel, Mm -hmm. right? And being a high performer is developing the habits and the practices in your life and having like tools in your back pocket to be ready for the things, the struggles, the obstacles, and you know the things that we can't really expect that will happen in our life, and be ready for that so that we don't go through these lows. Mm. You know, it's about sustaining the levels of high performance, sustaining the energy and the motivation, and sustaining the courage to go out and do what you need to do every day and have the influence that you need with your husband and your kids and all these things. So high performance is developing yourself as a woman. So you're just maximizing your strength within Mm -hmm. and you're maximizing your potential to do what you need to do. Because if you're trying to grow, then you're okay with challenge. You're okay with the work, but it takes the skills and the practices to armor yourself and make yourself ready for that, you know? And Absolutely. It's not so that's what we develop in high performance. I love that. I love that. And I, I think for everybody listening, what you said at the beginning is so spot on that so many of you out there, you probably haven't given yourself that label, but you are a high performer. Because I feel like as mothers, that is what we do. We are performing (laughs) all the time. And you might be thinking, well, I'm, quote, just a stay-at-home mom, which is that four-letter nasty little word that we use about ourselves. But stay-at-home moms, you are killing it. You are working all the time. You're performing. And even if you're performing for your baby or for your children or for your husband and that's what you're doing, um, you know, we are really out there killing it. And I love this idea of sustaining that because – I see this all the time as a psychologist. I see this in my practice with moms. Go, 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 burnout. And I definitely am that kind of person too. That's been my big thing over time is just go, 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 go. And then I burn out because it is hard to keep that sustained, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's the hardest thing. And if we don't have the tools to say, ooh, 
I'm going to use this technique right now. Oh, I know better right now. I'm going to go here and I'm going to redirect my practices or I'm going to give myself this new fuel, then that's going to really help you propel, you know? Yeah, I love that. Okay. And and what I love about high performance and this whole high performance coaching program started by Brendan Burchard, which he's kind of our mentor, right? So yes. amazing program. I have actually worked with a high performance coach myself. It's been amazing for me. So, um, and I love that it's based on research and it's based on, you know, that, that this isn't just some idea that you pulled out of your hat. Like this is something that you've been highly trained in, that you have practiced for a long time and you've added your own spin to this with the high performance mamas because you obviously see a need for women and mothers who are, you know, in that genre and they need yeah. help too. <laughs> Absolutely. I never knew just how much mothers needed high performance coaching, yeah. you know, because before I was a mom, I was studying high performance. I was practicing high performance. I became a coach in high performance and I was working with a lot of moms, yeah. but I wasn't yet a mother and I didn't relate as closely to the real, real life that you are living. You're reborn into something new. Mm. I believe that this rebirth happens when you have kids. Yes. And for me, it was the biggest change of my life. And I realized I had to reach another level of myself. I had to become a new version of myself, yeah. a better version, a stronger version. And if I didn't have these tools to help me and, and to give me that confidence that I was, I was capable, I can do this. I have the tools then I might find myself drowning, you know, or being oh, yeah. very overwhelmed because a new baby is like the hardest thing that you go through, right? Yes. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> so I wanted to really make myself more available to the moms going through this process of rebirth, yeah. re being reborn into their, um, their next life, right? Because <laughs> you're taking on this new role. And and just give them that fuel and to speak directly to them because yeah. um, it's really something I feel like if we can empower moms, we are going to absolutely change generation after generation of kids that grow up feeling super adequate, super ready, super strong and armored for the world because it is yeah. tough and we can't baby them. We've got to empower them too, right? Absolutely. You are speaking my language right here. I mean, this is what my whole mastery of motherhood is all about. It. It's just like, yes, I'm writing this book. Yes, we're doing this live event in Scottsdale in May. Everybody come Woo. to the event. Yay. But also it's a movement because I so am with you that it's time for mothers to own our high performance, our greatness, our mastery abilities, and to really step up. And we do this every day with our families, but it's interesting because this is what I love about your story. Your story is kind of like the flip-flop of mine because I got married when I was 20 and I had just graduated. <laughs> I graduated college early when I was 20 and I was like, I'm going to be a mom and that's what I wanted to do. And I was like, let's get pregnant right away. And so I had my first baby when I was 21 and, you know, and then ended up becoming a mom of six, as you know, not by choice, but just by, you know, tragedy happening and everything just spiraled. And before I know it, I have six kids and I'm thinking I will never be able to become an author. I will never be able to fulfill those goals and dreams that I had for myself, even though I did go back to school and I became a psychologist and all that. 
But, um, you know, it's it's from the flip point, like becoming a mom and then feeling like, again, like, oh my gosh, I have to be reborn into this. Like, I'm not a business person. I'm not a CEO. I'm, you know, I'm a helper. I'm somebody who offers this help to people, but I've had to really learn to re-see myself as, no, I'm a leader and I can be an example and a role model for other mothers who want to get up there and do their dreams too. And maybe who started from where I started, where you had children first and you kind of took on that identity of mom, which I talk a lot in Mastery Motherhood about how we become that role. Like that becomes our full identity, especially when you start young and that's kind of how you grow up. You just see yourself as that is me. But then we have all these other parts of ourselves that we need to develop. And that's what you're talking about, those skills that we need. Oh my gosh, that is so true. And that's powerful to talk about because, you know, when you kind of start into a certain role, whatever it is, you know, if it's motherhood, then you take on that identity. Just like me, I started career woman, right? And I took on that identity. So then you're torn when you have a change in your life, you're torn, you're like, ooh, you know, can I be a great mom? Am I capable? I felt that way when I had a baby Mm -hmm. at 38 years old. I'm like, can I do this? Like, I'm more of a businesswoman. I'm more of a, you know, influencer. I'm a fitness professional. Can I do this mom thing? Maybe I'm not cut out for it. You doubt yourself. So it goes back and forth, right? And then you so it's so her. similar. It's the same things that you're thinking. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 I love but that. The, yeah, go ahead. But that's the first step in rebirth, I feel, is yeah. to release your vision. Mm. Release the vision of who is the new self? Who what is your vision for success? What is your vision to um, really have with others in your life, that relationship? So mm. it's first just starting to release the vision. See what you want for your life. Don't be afraid to dream about the next phase and know it's possible. You can do what you need to do just like you did. Yeah, I love that. That is beautiful, everybody. I hope you heard that. Release the vision. Because mm. I'm always talking about creating the vision. But you're right. You can't really create the new vision until you release the old one that you've been stuck in. Mm. Ooh. That's what Ooh, you're like saying, that. right? <laughs> it's actually, you know what? That It could be both ways, but I yeah. love that because you do have to let go, you know, and and envision what's next. What do I really want? And put it out there because you really can't build on something that you don't see in front of you. You know, a lot of people ask, how am I going to get there? I said, it's not about the how the how is okay. It's, it's here. It's there. You can get it from anybody. There's influencers everywhere talking about how there's books to read on how there's courses you can take on how you have to understand why and where you want to go. Once you understand where you want to take yourself and you've got that vision for your life, the how is just take action, take action and start, you know, something to believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. I have never thought about that because I'm, I'm big on that. I talk a lot about, you know, the who, what, why, when, where and how and all that. But I always kind of glance over the where. The where is kind of like here and now, you know, the when and the where is here yeah. and now. But um, but you're emphasizing that. And I love that. Like, where do you want to go? Maybe you're starting here and that's where you are right now. But where are you headed with that vision? And that kind of, for me, that just expands it when I think about where am I headed and what do I envision way out there in the future? Yeah. I love that. And and just a tool for everybody. One thing that, that I've done that I counsel my clients to do all the time is 
to dream yourself to sleep. You know, we always fall asleep thinking about all the stressful things we have to do the next day. Uh, but instead, imagine, say, see that vision in your head. See that where you want to be. When I was, when I was super overwhelmed and I was postpartum and grief stricken and everything after my sister and brother-in-law had died and I suddenly had these six kids and thought for sure I can't be this mom of six. There's no way I was born to do this. And I would, you know, first, of course, I was falling asleep, just stressing about I'm failing as a mom and I'm thinking all right. of these things. But at some point it shifted to where I started imagining that I had written a book about this and that I was up speaking to groups of women and mothers about what wow. I'd gone through and, and what I'd learned. And that's happened. You know, my first book was about that. So it's just, you know, instead, wow. like envision like the best possible scenario for you, for your family, for your children down the road. And then you can, you know, obviously fall asleep feeling better, sleep better, <laughs> have better dreams, but uh, it also I helps you that. get that picture, Let's right? See. Oh, yeah. wow. That is so powerful. It's a great tool. Well, let's talk about some of these tools that you've been mentioning and skills that you teach about in High Performance Mamas and with all of your many different programs. Um, first of all, let's talk about energy. Um, that is actually one of the 10 zones of mastery of motherhood. I pulled it out as a whole separate zone from mm. body, spirit, psyche, all these other things, because as moms in particular, I mean, energy is just one of the top things I think we all <laughs> need. And I know you it's have a method for this. Yeah, yeah right? In the mom community, right? Oh, it is a hot topic for sure. And I know you have some great strategies. So let's talk a little bit about how do we maximize our energy as a mom? <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, we got to get back to reality, right? I mean, moms, especially working moms and stay-at-home moms or any kind of mother that has more than just one role, that's herself taking care of herself. Mm -hmm. You know, you have more than one role. You, you're limited on time, yeah. right? And you're limited on resources um, and sometimes even financial things that are, you know, not giving you the luxuries that maybe you would have if you were a millionaire, you know, a personal chef and all this stuff and hey, everything delivered to you and mm. whatever, pamper, pamper. That's not the reality for most of us, right? right. So yeah. energy, I think of it as this whole body, this, this mind, body and spirit, you know, mm -hmm. if we can fuel the energy in all those areas, then we will become the next best version of ourselves. It all stems from energy. Yeah. You really can't have all these other things going on in your life if you're drained and you're tired and you're just chronically fatigued. Yeah. So I tap on it a lot. And I I told um, some of my um, my high-performance mamas recently about a strong method. Mm. And I, I, I gave it that because it's easier to remember. And I'm like, I love maybe it. you'll remember this method. If we I need to be it. strong. Yes, I love it. That's perfect. <laughs> like okay. Strong energy, right? Ooh. You want that boom, boom, pulse coming out of your veins. Yes. And you know, it has to do with a couple techniques that I've done in fitness forever. And then a couple I've, I've found through high performance and um, they're simple and they save you time and they're not overwhelming for people to just adopt and say, you know what, this is realistic. It's not like, oh, she wants me to go on this diet where I got to cut all these things out and I'm never going to have caffeine or sugar and I got to, I got to get eight to nine hours of sleep. Yeah, good luck, <laughs> especially if you're a new mom, right? Right, good luck with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's why I wanted this to be very tangible for mm -hmm. just about any mom in any phase of her life to say, if you're drained right now, take on the strong method. And the mm -hmm. first thing is to sip on superfoods. Ooh, I like that. Okay, and the reason I've been drinking superfoods 
since 2012. Mm. And I decided to go with Beachbody Shakeology. It was the one I found and I loved. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm agnostic to whatever you want, but find <laughs> a superfood blend that you love. There's mine. Yes. I'm literally drinking one as we speak. <laughs> I love you. But it's so easy. And, it and, is so and you easy. can get it delivered to your house in a bag for $5 a day. You make a superfood shake. And it's not expensive. It's not hard to do. You don't have to go to the store and find all the ingredients. Find a blend that's healthy and good and make that and sip on it once a day. Once a day, because you're just going to give your body the extra nutrients and it, and it needs it. You know, everyone says, you know, eat a healthy diet. I'm like, yeah, you do want to eat a healthy (laughs) diet. I think most moms are trying to do that, but it's hard to get it all in. So if you're sipping on a superfood shake, you're saving time, you're saving energy, you're giving yourself the fuel that you need. And it's like, go time. You can travel. You can do what you need to do. You're not stuck at the kitchen trying to make it all happen, right? So So. true. And I have to say, that's why I switched. Because I used to be like, oh, gosh, shakes for breakfast. Who wants a shake? I, you know, I would (laughs) rather have something that I eat. But once I started doing the shakes, it was like, oh, my gosh, I'm literally, I'm still carrying it around. And I made this like an hour ago, you know? So that's that's how it is. We don't have time to stop and eat. So you just take it in the car when you're driving the kids and you bring it Mm -hmm. back home and you take it to work. And yeah, so. And you're you're nourishing yourself. You're, You're not having a bar. You're yeah, not picking right. a, a couple bites of egg that you made for your kids. Right. You're not drained in the morning. If you don't start your day with something powerful for your fuel, then you're just already starting on negative. And that's mm-hmm. not a way to build on. So mine is lunch. I have to do lunch because in the middle of the day, way too much going on. I don't have time to like make a gourmet salad and grill some chicken and all this <laughs> stuff that you would love to have for <laughs> yeah, lunch. But yeah. like, you know, so... Anyway, sipping on superfoods is a really good move. That's tangible. Then tea, 10-minute tune-ups. 10 minutes. I believe that every single mom, I don't care how many kids you have, you got six kids, you're working a full-time job, you're doing it all. Mm -hmm. You have 10 minutes a day to do a tune-up. It could either be a stretch routine or it could be a workout. I've got tons of them on YouTube. Yes, all over definitely the go watch the workouts. Amazing. I've got yes. calendars in my membership area, 10-minute workouts, like 10-minute tune-ups. Because even if you're just doing um, a stretch, you get out of your desk, you go and you stretch your legs and you stretch your back and mm-hmm. whatever, 10-minute tune-ups. Mm-hmm. It will change your life because movement and circulation of the blood and getting your muscles to lengthen, that's life. That fuels the brain, it gets everything going. And everyone gets overwhelmed, like, oh, I gotta do 60 minutes of exercise, or I'm I'm not even worth it. If I don't have 30 minutes, it's not even worth my time. (laughs) That's not right. No. It's just science proves it. And there's research to back this up. And I'm an exercise physiologist. I've studied the body inside and out. And I know the benefits of moving your body for 10 minutes is more than a 30 minute workout twice a week. If you yeah. do 10 minutes wow. a day, yes. it's better than 30 minutes twice a week when you think you've got the time. No, yes. no, just make the 10 minutes and make it consistent in your life. That is so good, Anna. And you know, everybody out there, I know you guys know I wrote a book about this, Exercise for Mental Health, Eight Keys to Mental Health Through Exercise. 
And I just want to echo what Anna's saying. Like the best thing you can do is move your body. And in my book and in, in my work, I try to redefine exercise because I agree. People think it has to be going to the gym or it has to be yeah. an hour or it has to be a class or whatever. Yeah. But it's just moving your body more. And I love this idea because you're kind of mirroring this idea of movement and self-care that we moms yeah. so need and we are terrible at or the worst at. <laughs> so just 10 I... minutes a day. And yeah. really, like the research does prove that. Even I remember one study that I read for the book was even they had people who were sedentary and they just compared them to people that were sedentary that just got on a treadmill for one minute and just ran for one minute a day. And they are they had the same, like they had these health improvements and these mental health improvements yeah. just from one minute. So whatever you can do to move your body, <laughs> to stretch and everything, it doesn't have to be pumping iron. Um, I, I just love what you're saying. I totally echo that. So thank you for yeah. that. Okay. Awesome. And I love calling it a tune-up too, because you're tune like, up. Oh, yes, tune-up. Like you need it once a day. Right? It's so good. We can relate to that, and that's your self-care, everybody. You guys need that out there. So ten-minute tune-up. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're on R. Yeah. And this one, it might be harder to do, but you can do it in front of the television. You can do it in your bedroom, okay. and it's rolling out your tension. Ooh. Okay. How many moms out there want a massage once a day? Um. Yes, please. Thank you. Even once a week, once a month, right? Yeah. Think, oh my God, wouldn't that be amazing mm -hmm. if I could go get a massage once a month consistently? What about once a week? How amazing would that be? Mm -hmm. Well, I believe if you can do a rollout on a foam roller, mm -hmm. it is a $15 piece of equipment. It's very low budget. It is not the cost of a massage. It will last you 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And you can do this on your own. And it's a roller that's going to release tension. You can do it at any part of your body. You might have tension in your back. You might have tension in your neck, in your hips, in your um, thighs, in your calves, wherever. And you can roll out. It, it can be anywhere from two to five minutes. And I say if you do it once or seven times a week, it's going to change the game for you. Because you, you know, well, most people know that stretching is different than massage. Mm, right. Because yeah. foam rolling is a form of massage because you put pressure on the fascia, which is connective tissue around the muscles. Mm. And when you release tension of the fascia, it changes circulation. It changes elongation of the muscles. And most people who are very high stress or have a lot of um, uh, soreness and they are working out, but then they don't work out for a while or they're not stretching regularly. They feel so uncomfortable doing those things because the fascia, the connective tissue around their muscles is so tense. Mm. And that can be caused from just stress and overwhelm and exercise, all those things. And if you roll, it changes your life. It's like getting a massage. That's Ooh. what I got to say about that. I love this. Okay, I haven't done this. And I'm such a massage person and I stretch all the time because, you know, once you're over mm -hmm. 40, I feel like your body is just kind of like clunky oh, yeah. and like, oh, it's tight. Even worse. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so you're talking about, and we do have a foam roller. So just the like the little tight foam yeah. roller and just what? Like lay on it and kind of roll back and forth on your back yeah. or your whole body? Like I, I've done a couple videos on this. And okay. there's one coming out. In, I, I have them in my membership program. I'll send you a couple of the links awesome. um, to try it. There's YouTube videos all over if you write, roll out my hips. Okay. Roll out my, how to foam roll my hips, how to foam roll my neck, all that. 
YouTube. I mean, you can Google anything today. Well, yeah. I've got a whole routine because I just want moms, especially upper middle back is always tense. You're always holding your babies. You're always hunching Mm. forward. You're carrying things. You're holding a bag. You're holding a baby. Like there's all this upper body neck. I know that my neck and shoulders were so sore when I first had the baby, when I first had Luca. And if I didn't have a tennis ball, a foam roller helping me release that tension almost every day. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done. My head would have like popped off. I know. I know. I always say it's like, how do we not have like the best muscly arms from all that? Like, it just doesn't work that way. It just hurts. It doesn't make us like physically like power, you know, these power arms, but and, and it tight. does, except all you feel is the pain. Exactly. You the tension. Yeah. So I, want every mom, I want every mom to have this release mm, of the tension, so especially good. in the upper back, shoulders and neck. And then hips too, because if you're sitting, um, if you carried your child for nine months and then you already had sore hips when you were pregnant and then you didn't really release that tension afterwards, you just went into being mom and just scrambling, Mm -hmm. that's going to chronically build up and you're going to have this tension and it's going to make you feel uncomfortable and it's going to hurt your sleep and you're not going to have as much recovery at night. So it's very, very important for many reasons. Mm. I love that. I'm going to start doing that. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> that welcome. little nugget. Okay. I love this. Okay. So, oh, what's our O? Okay. Open airways. Mm. We all know that oxygen is the breath of life. I mean, if we are um, really conscious of how much air we actually get um, and we focused maybe three times a day on taking like 10 deep breaths more, like really mm-hmm. consciously breathing deep, you know? couple times. I call them brain breaks. I get up from my desk or I can even be sitting at my desk. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, I got to breathe because right now I have a lot going on. My brain's starting to fog. I think I need another cup of coffee, but what I need is oxygen. Mm. I do. I have been sitting here. I got to get up. I got to breathe. So it's 10 deep breaths at least three times a day. You open your airways, you bring in extra. You're actually conscious of it. It changes your energy right wow. then and there. It oh. changes your energy from uh, maybe it was a four to a seven. Wow. Immediately, right? Yes. So that's really important. And it's very easy to do. It's just not on our radar. Even if you're not at your desk, if you're with your kids and you're playing with them. And you're just like, oh, God, I need a coffee. This is like the hardest day. My kid has a cold. You know, Luca's dealing with a cold right now. Oh, and I'm just like running around with him trying to get some stuff done. And I'm just like, breathe. You yeah. need to breathe right now. So it's a it's a conscious thing that you've got to make a habit. But if you do, it will really make a difference. So good. So simple, but so powerful. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. N. Two more. The N is to nurture with nature. Mm. Ooh, and, I love that. <laughs> and, and this is the thing that I have... I it's been hard for me to instill meditation with my clients because it's not an easy practice. It is something you have to practice to get better at, but most people aren't willing to put that time into practicing meditation to get better at it. And so I feel that this is a, this is a very tangible, easy to do thing that allows you to get into a meditative type of place with your mind. If you go out into nature, and you focus on presence with nature, just getting outside even, outside of the office or the house or the nursery or, or wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, even in the grocery store, you're thinking, 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 thinking. You're in the office thinking, thinking, thinking. You're with the baby thinking, thinking, thinking. If you're out in nature, it changes the energy around you. Mm-hmm. I think that they say that nature has the most 
balanced energy force mm. of anything. Mm. So it it's good for you or any human being because it doesn't have an energy that's going to suck from you or push on you. Oh, it's yes. just going to absorb whatever you have. And it's important that you give yourself outdoor nurturing and be with nature. It gives you some time for your mind. Ooh, so beautiful. And I'm feeling even more relaxed just as you're talking about this because it's so true. And I've never heard it put that way, but you're right. And, you know, I think that's the beauty of nature. And I've never thought about that, but it doesn't have to demand anything from you and it's not sucking anything away from you. In fact, it's like giving you air and giving you life and you start to ponder and wonder and have this awe feeling, you know, that we need. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that. That's That's meditative, right? That's meditation right there. Meditation. That's right. It's like tricking people into meditation Mm. because they can't, they can't really get into this. Oh, I'm going to be in my quiet space with my music. It's like, who has freaking time for that? You know, most moms don't. And I want to make this so tangible. It's like, just get outside. Just go outside. That's it. I want you to go outside once a day. And if you can do it, it will change your energy. It will change your life. Overall. And I have to say, I have to share a story because you're so right. When I was le- learning to meditate, and again, the stress of that, like you have to learn how to do it. You have to not think, or you, we think we have to not think. And how <laughs> do you do that? You know, my husband says he doesn't think all the time, but I, I just, I don't understand that. And so yeah. I'm in there meditating in my room and I had my door locked. It was when I had, all my kids were little. And I can literally hear them. I'm, you know, I'm trying to breathe and focus and, and I'm literally hearing them picking the lock of my door to come in. And I'm just like (laughs) feeling this tension raising in me. Like, you better not come in here. No, you better not. This is my time. And they come in and I turn around like, get out of here. Can't you see I'm trying to be spiritual? You know, it's like, okay, that is totally defeating the purpose. I'm so stressed by it. It's just not even possible. So amen. This is a very practical tool, everybody. I hope you heard that. You can get out in nature and that can be your meditation. I love it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. And then the last one, and the last one for G is to just get hydrated. Mm. Just get hydrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many people say they they're trying to drink more water. I'm like, okay, come on. Like, we're women. We're adults. We're mothers. We are feeding our kids. We know what they need. We're making sure they get water. We're making sure they're eating. We have to get hydrated. Mm -hmm. It is like I always tell my my clients that. If you're dehydrated, you're like that wilting plant that hasn't gotten watered in like two weeks and all the leaves are like droopy and sad and (laughs) all that soil wants is just some fresh water. Just give me the water. I think that's your body. Yes. Day after day after day, if you're just not even giving it enough water. And so, you know, it's not just consume, 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 because I think people think I can't drink that much water. It's just too much. Well, based on your body weight, you need to drink half your body weight in fluid ounces Mm. to be hydrated. So think about that. You know, if you're 120 pounds, 60, you know, fluid ounces, you can do a couple liters of water a day. But if you can't, if you're like, I have to pee every five seconds and this isn't doable for me, add some electrolytes Mm. because really what you're getting from water are minerals, electrolytes, and things that are giving you 
um, you know, your cells hydration. Cause it's not just about like, okay, I'm trying to fill up my belly. No, your cells need electrolytes. It needs the hydration. So adding electrolytes, I use, uh, you know, a hydrate fuel that Beachbody has. You can use electrolytes. I just sent three links to women over in Germany because they can't have access to Beachbody products. Oh, wow. So yeah. just look for electrolytes. Don't get stuff with a bunch of sugar. Pure electrolytes. Add them to your water. Then at least if you're getting a liter of water or a liter and a half, you're at least hydrating your cells so that you're not just consuming water to consume it. You're actually consuming it to give your body life. Mm. Again, so simple. All of these are simple things that you can do. You just got to do them. Tangible, right? Tangible, like, practical. Any mama. Any mama can do this. You guys, everybody listening, you can do this. Be yeah. strong and improve your energy. And, and that's what we all need. And these are simple practices, like you said, that can have a very powerful effect. That's right. Over time, consistency, that's the key. And I'm loving your model. I think I'm going to have to talk to you more and include this in my book and my program. And I know I've talked to you about this before, but I'm going to get you out to my next Mastery Motherhood Live so you yes. can come speak about this because I feel like this is exactly what we're trying to teach when we're talking about energy, especially. So, I would okay. love to. Okay, so let's talk about, so energy is one of those huge areas when it comes to high performance. Like you said, without it, we cannot perform high or low. We're just not gonna perform right. at all. So, but the other one, I think a biggie is that product productivity piece. And mm. I feel like a lot of us get really confused as moms in that idea of being productive and we think we have to be busy and that means productive and that means that we, and, and a lot of times we get our value confused with that too, you know, that yeah. that means we are valuable because we're so productive. But how do we kind of, you know, maximize our productivity as a mom, especially as a new mom, for any of the mm -hmm. moms listening? And what are some of those strategies that you suggest for productivity in motherhood? Man. <laughs> <laughs> I had to kind of wrap my head around it when I was a new mom because I was really crushing it before motherhood, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I just had me to worry about, make dinner for for uh, Vito and, Ugh. you know, do my business. And that was, that was really rolling, right? Yeah. I had a great system. But then I feel like, you know, motherhood comes into your life and all of a sudden you've got these new responsibilities and your timing is all different and you can't really expect what happens in your day. Mm -hmm. So what I found is that I had to kind of look at, number one, I had to look at what are the most important things that need to be on my plate, right? Because I yeah. feel like we do take on whatever it is that we can because we can do it. You know, like moms, we're just like, hear me roar. Yes. And I can do it all. Right. That's we so can. true. We can. But we yeah. have to think, what, it, what are the needle movers in our lives? Like, what are the most important things that we need to be focused on? And yes, one is your children, right? And two mm -hmm. is yourself. And three is your business or your career. And four is whatever family, whatever you're going to keep on stacking in there, right? Mm -hmm. So I kind of looked at that and said, first, let me eliminate the roles that I don't need to play anymore. I don't need to play gardener anymore, right? I, yes. I, I, <laughs> I don't need to be my housekeeper anymore. Yes, I, yes. It, you know, and I know yeah. that not everyone can afford to get the help they need for certain things. But if it comes down to it, you've got only certain amount of time as, as a mom, I, I kind of I called it wake time and sleep time. Mm, I, yes. I divided my day. I was like, okay, kid is awake. And kid is asleep. <laughs> oh, kid awake and kid asleep. I love that. That's so true, especially when they're little. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, it's so like true. dividing and conquering. But other than that, you know, <laughs> I, I said, 
what can I do when, and this is for new moms, like you're brand new mom and you're just like, what the hell's going on? And I would talk to some moms and they would be working on all the um, household chores and all the different tasks and thing when the baby was asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, flip it around, flip it around. Yes. When that baby is awake, you do those things because the baby can be with you. The baby can be helping like kind of in the area. You can make it a play thing. You can, yeah. you can maximize time when the baby's awake to do, you know, the chores, your exercise. Luca loves watching me exercise. The kid is like, what so is going on? I started doing jumping jacks with him the other day in the garage and he started giggling oh, out loud, so laughing cute. at me. Like, he's, he's so cute. I have to say, he's like, if you guys, if you are watching the video of this, you just see beautiful Anna. It's like beautiful <laughs> Anna in baby form with the handsome Vito mixed in. Like he's just the cutest That's baby. True. He's so cute. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's got a great little life and personality coming out in him. Oh, so but fun. There, there are those things that you can do during the wake time that you can maximize, like reading, audiobooks. You know, a lot of women are like, I don't have time to read. I don't have yeah. time for personal growth. I don't have time for that course. I don't have time. I'm like, you could be popping in some earbuds. Like you gotta get in, you gotta get creative. You gotta get inventive here because right. you gotta try to be productive during the times when and I know that some moms have that guilt. Well, oh, if I'm not paying hundred percent attention to my baby when I'm with the baby, am I neglectful? And I'm like it is good for children to have their own space, not to be helicopter parents above them like all the time. It's like, yeah. watch them, make sure they don't fall and hurt themselves, but like give them space, right? Like, That's right. Good for them. So, it is so good. Absolutely. So there's those Love things that. and, you know, even rolling out and going for a walk and stretching, all those things. You want to do all that stuff. Yeah. But you can do it when your child is awake, this not is when so your child good. is sleeping. Right? This is such a good tip. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're so right. We just need to flip it around and use yeah. that time that you get when they're at the precious little time when they're napping or something <laughs> to, to move the needle. I really love how you said that. Yes. And, you know, and to figure out what that really is before you think it is, oh, I got to get the house clean because you're right. That's what we just fall into that habit without stopping to plan ahead and think through it. And then yep. find those most important things, as I say, what matters most and do those things. Yeah, yeah. because when, when, when Luca's sleeping, that's when I've got my block time. That's when yes. I say, oh, nap time, that is mastery time. That is yeah, when I'm not that. going to do the dishes. I'm not going to clean the closet. I'm not going to, you know, make the prep, the food, whatever. It's go time. And yeah. I am focused, eliminating distractions. I know what's on my agenda because I know what I need to get done. Usually... I have three things that I can get done in a day. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. And if I can get those three things done, I am so pumped. But I've got to be diligent and focused on those things. And that's okay because if they're on my list and I've done the thinking in the morning mm -hmm. where I've journaled a little bit on the priorities I got to do, maximize, then then there's more. There's a greater chance I will get them done. And at the end of the day, I can say, Whew, man, this is a great day. You know, yes. I, got a lot, I got a lot in and at the same time, me and Luca hung out and we got our exercise and we went for a walk and we listened to some books and, you know, all of that stuff is mm. still getting done. I love it. And there's there's two things that you're saying here that I, I really want to emphasize. One is, I mean, you are killing it and you do have all of these things going on. And when we read your bio, it's like, wow, you've done so much and you're doing so much. 
But I love that you're saying I can only get three things done a day because Mm -hmm. I'm also because you're also committed to being that amazing high performance mom when you're being the mom, right? When you're with Luca, I mean, you're fully with him. I've seen you with him. You are just there with him and and he's your world in that, you know, in that time. And this is what I love about your work because it's so in line with how I see things too, is that we don't, so many models out in the world teach us that we have to step out of motherhood in order to be a high performer or to succeed or whatever. And what you're teaching and what I'm teaching with Mastery of Motherhood is No, like we can do that in our role as mothers and we can apply these things to our role as a mom. Like you're saying, when you're with your baby, you can be a high performance mom just focusing on the baby. But also we can, you know, succeed in our career, in these other areas of our life that we want to and our mission and purpose. And we don't have to step away from being a mom in order to do that. Like we've been told Mm. for so many years. It's true. It's true. And, And it's so amazing that when you are able to accept your role as yeah. a mom mm-hmm. and a business or career woman, if that's what your roles are, mm-hmm. because I'm playing both of those roles, right? And, yes. I, and I think acceptance is such an important thing to remember because I had to accept that I have this new role mm-hmm. as mom and to let go of this expectation and what I had before for myself and and have a new expectation for myself because I wanted to be a mom. I've always wanted to be a mom. And here I was feeling kind of stressed or torn that I didn't have enough time to do all the things I did before. I'm like, too bad, too bad. Let go, (laughs) like accept your new role here and, and, Mm. and really cherish it because when you're present with that new role, you appreciate it more. You learn more. You take more from it. Luca, Luca fuels me with mm. all new perspective, and I take the time to, um, you know, really be with him and with nature. And we get outside and we do things that are good for me too. Mm-hmm. And that allows me to step into the office when he goes down for a nap or when he's not by my side, and that. really focus on what I need to do because I allowed myself that space. Yes, I love that. And so you're, and. And this is a great lesson, too, that as you are practicing self-care with your child, everybody listening, same for you, you're not only getting that self-care, but you're modeling for them that they are going to learn to do that, too, versus saying, you know, going around saying, oh, I don't have time for that and not taking care of ourselves or feeling like we have to, quote, be a mom in a certain way, meaning I have to sit down and play Barbies with my daughter, even though I hate playing Barbies. You know, I always say, like, find, you know, find what you like to do and then bring them along with you. Like you said, when you exercise or go for a hike and take them with you or you like to read, read to them. You know, whatever you like to do, you can do that, too. And you can play with them and do the things they like to do that maybe you don't love so much. But I love this because you're modeling for your son from the very start, this self-care, this self-worth, this, you know. This high performance. Yeah. And he feels the energy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think a couple of moms out there are probably like, oh, an ideal situation. Yes, like we could do all these things. Right. And, and it does take time and practice and discipline for you to get into this routine so that your kids start getting used to it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that we have to also know they feel this energy from us, right? Yes. Kids, kids are this, woof, man, they've got like a third... I don't know, they got a sixth sense, right? Yes, yes. But it's like this energy that they get from you. So when you are running around the house trying to clean and and you're trying to get everything done and they're screaming over here, you always have to remember that they feel that you are running crazy and ragged. And that is something that if you can be conscious and say, I'm going to breathe 
I'm going to breathe right now. I'm going to sit on this floor with baby and I'm going to stretch because mm. I probably need it. Yeah. And the baby's going to roll on me and kind of see that I'm there at my level. Oh, this, this is new. Mom's never done this before. Mm-hmm. And, oh, all of a sudden her energy is different. She's stretching and breathing and taking a little time for herself, mm-hmm. right? So it does just, it's like I said, these tools, these practices, these habits, you've got to armor yourself because if you have them, then you can pull them out when you need to, even when things are crazy, even when things aren't going the way you planned and try to give yourself this fuel and give yourself these techniques to get through it. So great. So great. This is just awesome. I could talk to you all day, but we are, (laughs) we're getting near the end, but I do want to talk about, I want to touch on before we wrap up, um, this idea of balancing. Mm. Oh, it's such a big topic too, especially motherhood and career for those who are, you know, are seeking to have a career or have a career already. And, you know, I first have to say that I have a whole theory on balance, that it's mm. not actually, that we're not actually, like, it's not actually possible to balance. Right. Like, you just don't balance <laughs> yourself, but it's really about choices, right? It's about the choices that we make, and those choices lead toward a sense of balance or away from a sense of balance. And I also, I have to say, I, I you know, I had a concussion a couple years ago, Ooh. and it was pretty nasty, and it was, it was a year after I had been in a car accident, and I'd had a concussion, kind of like a whiplash concussion. Right. And so I was out for like eight months, and anyway, the, one of the lasting consequences wow. has been my balance is terrible. So I do, Ooh. I love to do bar, I, you know, I do yoga and all that kind of stuff, but I love it because it helps my balance. And so, but when I'm there, and I notice that when I am focused and I have that most important thing that I'm focused on and I just keep that in my mind, I can balance. But as soon as I look at somebody else, even the instructor, it all falls apart. So balance has to be our own thing too, right? We have to look to ourselves and not look at, oh, well, she does it this way. So that's how I should do it too. Right. What are your thoughts? I mean, I I just said a lot of things, but yeah, I want to hear from you. What, What you're talking about right there is a little bit of, you know, even when I was talking about productivity, it was really acceptance and oh, that non-comparison. Yes. There's so many women out there that are like, they feel they've got to be keeping up with the Joneses or they are not as good of a parent if their kids aren't progressing at a certain rate or they don't have their house spick and span or they don't have this, that, whatever. Yes. They're not making this much money or whatever. It's really important to not play that comparison game. Mm. And with that, it's going to allow us to accept kind of like who we are in the in the race that we want to run and the family we want to raise and the person that we want to become. Because yeah. not everybody wants to become us. Not everybody wants to have this book and this live event and six kids and all this stuff. Like, you're amazing, right? Mm. But not every mom aspires. I didn't to that. aspire to six kids. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I definitely said I did not want to have six kids, but that just happened. So there you go. But yes, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. right. Yeah, yeah. And same, same for me. So, so some women might say, "Well, you know, I can never be. I can never do. I can never have." Yeah. That's just the wrong mentality to really feel good about your own journey and enjoy your life experience. What you need to be saying is, "What do I want? What do I want to have and do and be?" And then you set yourself up for that journey, not someone else's. And if you do that, it will be so much more fun. 
right? Yeah. I mean, isn't that what life is supposed to freaking be? Yeah. Is fun. Don't you want your kids to have fun in life? You need to have fun in life. You know, the, yes. the papa can't be the only fun one. That's you right. You need to be the fun one too. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. My husband is definitely the fun one. And he always reminds me like, you can be fun too. And it's like, oh yeah, I used to be fun before I had kids. I need to bring that back again. So it's always something we have to remind ourselves, but so true. It's, it's, happy. it's true. Yeah. We got to We have to lighten up on yeah. ourselves yes. and oh, not yeah. be so hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to think about what would I tell my child? That's what I always ask mm -hmm. myself is yes. what would I tell Luca right now? Yeah. I'd say, Hey kid, you're doing your, the best you can way to go, way to work hard and way to do it, you know, way to put yourself out there. So I say it to myself. I yes. give myself the same advice. <laughs> I mean, we are That's our worst great. critics. We are always going to be the hardest on ourselves. And that is fine. Mm -hmm. But it's not fine when it brings on stress, when it brings on anxiety, and when it doesn't allow us to enjoy the experiences of our daily life. And so that's really what we want. Oh, beautifully said, beautifully said. And I echo that. And I hope everybody listening remembers this. I love what you said about acceptance. And mm. remember, you know, everybody, that acceptance doesn't mean that you love the way it is, that you don't want to change anything, that, you know, we think sometimes acceptance means, oh, I, I like it or I have to agree with this or whatever. But oh, acceptance yeah. just means that you're not fighting yourself over it anymore, that you're not going to keep on, you know, like being in this turmoil. Instead, you're saying, OK, I accept where I am. I accept what's happening. I accept what is right now. And then I have a choice. If I want to change something, I can change something and I can work toward that. Or I can just accept it and be good with it and let it be, you know, and let it go. Oh, right? I love that. That's oh. so true. And we definitely have to accept ourselves as a whole to have that self-worth piece, which I, I mean, I, in this whole mastery of motherhood, the, the whole model of the 10 zones in the core, it's like a flower is self-worth and your identity yeah. and self-worth. It has to be there right at the core. And then the whole thing is encircled about by our relationships because we also see everything through our relationships. And and I love that you are, I mean, you're just, you've got so much figured out for just being so new into this motherhood <laughs> thing. I just love it. You already have so much wisdom. And I feel Thank like you, you were, don't you feel like you were just prepared for this? All of your work that you've done kind of just set you yeah. up for this experience to be this, you know, amazing, beautiful experience. It has helped creating. a lot. Yeah. It has helped a lot to, to really have that self-worth yeah. and that um, high performance before motherhood. Yeah. It definitely has, but you know, anyone can get there, yes, right? You just absolutely. have to start working and developing it. And I looked at my mom, my mom had six kids oh, wow. and she was, she was a disaster most of the time. <laughs> yeah. you know? I relate to that. Yeah. I remember her screaming and, <sighs> you know, like throwing kids into corners. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's a hard way to live yeah. because she didn't have these tools. Like she yeah. didn't have these peers or mentors looking after her or, or podcasts to listen to. Yeah. And today in this age, there is just a choice you have to start practicing and learning from people. There's lots of free content. There's lots of free tools. We just right. gave you some incredible ones in this one episode. Yes. So you not doing it is just deciding to ignore what's out there for you. Mm. Okay. Call to action right there, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It is up to us. We have to choose to do it and just do it. And like you yeah. said earlier, just do it, do something. And as I always like to say, just do one thing 
to move you 5% better in toward, you know, toward your goals in one area. You can pick one area. Maybe it's energy today. Maybe it's productivity. Maybe it's balance. But you just do think of what's one thing I can do that Anna said today. What's one thing from the strong method that I could just start today? Just 5% better. And 5% adds up so much over time. It doesn't have yes. to be a huge shift. And even the great changes, the great things we accomplish in life, they're not great. They're just a bunch of small things that we accomplish that lead up to something that seems really great. So it's never too late. I love that. It's amazing. Such <laughs> well, a good, yeah. So good. good. Thank you so much, Anna. It has been just a treat. I've been, I, I know now why I was looking so forward to this because you just have so much <laughs> great wisdom to share and you're just a delightful person. And I just, anyway, I admire you. I think you are just beautiful and doing wonderful things. So thank you so much, Christy. Oh, my pleasure. And everybody be sure to go to AnnaRenderer.com and check out her High Performance Mamas program, her membership program. Like she said, she mentioned so many resources today. Of course, you can go to Pop Sugar Fitness and work out with Anna so you know that you can just hang out with her that way which is really fun um, but be sure to check out everything she has because these are really great resources and and like I said before having a high performance coach having a program having a mentor like you said it has totally changed my life so I mean it's really it's never too late and it's always something that you can choose for yourself if you desire so hopefully you yeah. will yeah absolutely yeah all right. Well, and everybody else, we will see you next time. And until then, I hope you will continue to grow through motherhood instead of just going through it. Because, you know, it's a whole lot better to grow through it and to do it together with us each week here on Motherhood. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.